thanks so much for joining us here on Cranford Radio. So glad to be back at the Cranford Dramatic Club on Winans Avenue, where they are getting set for their next show. It is the musical comedy Murders of 1940. And I'm joined by three of the folks who are involved with the show. Why don't you introduce yourselves and tell us what role you're playing as far as the production is concerned, please. Hi, I'm Dana Despoto, stage manager. Shannon Ludlam, I'm one of the actors. And I'm Zach Maswa, and I'm the director. Zach, I always like to start off with a little bit of a description of what is this show all about? So the main premise of this show is that there is an investigation going on about a string of murders that had taken place a couple years ago involving chorus girls of a specific uh, musical. So some new evidence has come to light and the police are kind of staging a trap to find out if they can find out who the stage door slasher is. So they invite that um, production staff from that musical to a house on Long Island for a backers audition for their new musical. Um, and they're trying to figure out if they can get the murderer to reveal themselves. Shannon, you talked about you're one of the actors, but you didn't say who you were playing. Tell me a little bit about your role in the play, if you would, please. I am playing the German maid, Hausa Wenzel, and she is a very mysterious character, and I don't want to give away too much information. (laughs) And Dana, as the stage manager, you're not actually up on the stage, but you're doing quite a bit behind the scenes. Tell us what your role is involved with the play. Well, as stage manager, I help out in all the rehearsal processes, just making sure everything's set up for Zach to direct his team um, and having everything that he needs. Mainly, that's the priority is making sure Zach is on track um, just because Zach's amazing and I want to help him out. Um, But as stage manager, just make sure the rehearsal process is going smoothly and kind of putting out fires where fires need to be put out. Any fires that you've had to worry about so far? None. One big thing is, you know, when I'm up there giving the blocking and then I change my mind and then I change my mind again and then change my mind again, Dana has to write down where I said people to go and then erase and write it down again and then erase and write it down again. And then when someone's in the wrong spot, she can look at her beautiful, wonderful organized notes and tell them, oh, no, you cross on this line, things like that. Yeah. Dana, how many people are in this show that you have to worry about in terms of directing them along the stage? Uh, So there's 10 total cast members on the stage, but I don't have to worry about any of them because they're all amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your role is big for the rehearsals, but do you have a similar responsibility when the show is actually being performed? So when the show is being performed, um, I like to say starting at Tech Week, it's my show now. So Zach no longer has control of the show um, and he gets to sit back and just watch his his masterful creation happen. Um, so this show doesn't have a whole lot of scene changes. There is a magnificent set that was made by Ed Whitman, but there's not a whole lot of scene changes since it takes place in a home. But with this one, there's kind of a lot of fun things that happen with the set. And again, as Shannon said, I won't give too much away. So you'll have to come check it out. Um, So there's a lot of fun things that we have to keep track of backstage. Shannon, when you were talking about your role, you were speaking in a German accent. Is that something that comes to you naturally or is it something that you've had to work on? I am very lucky that I was able to pick up the German accent. Yeah, I have a lot of fun doing different accents on stage and being different characters. And this one particularly has been a lot of fun to do. I heard you were recently in Austria. Did Was that some help for your performance? Yes, it was a big help being surrounded by the language and just hearing how people talk. And because 
I really don't speak German. So I would say, you know, do you speak English by any chance? And they would talk to me in English with the accent. And I would say, yes, yeah, this is good. Yeah, keep talking, <laughs> doing you research. Read yeah, you read these lines to me. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't want to give too much away, even in Austria, though. <laughs> Zach, what are some of the challenges that you've had with directing this show? In a lot of straight plays or non-musical plays, you'll have scenes of two or three people on, and then they'll go off, and then there'll be another scene with four or five people. In this show, the cast of 10 are on all together very often, or at least with only a couple little bits in between. So it was hard uh, for the rehearsal process, A, to divide up the rehearsals. So I couldn't say like, we're doing scene one today, scene two tomorrow. I kind of had to find a natural um, lull in the conversation sort of to to stop where the scene was. But then also in terms of the blocking, um, because our stage at the, the Cranford Dramatic Club isn't that wide, but it's very deep, I had to be very conscious about where people were standing because inevitably at all points there's going to be somebody blocking someone else so i need or standing in front of someone else so i need to make sure that when it comes time for someone to speak they're up in the front so they can be seen um and trying to think of natural ways or justifications for unnatural ways to make them seem natural for people to move around the stage so how do i get you from the back corner up to the front for your line but then back away for the next person's line. So sometimes, you know, if someone's speaking center stage, I have to think of a reason like, oh, go over there and, and make yourself a drink because somebody's entering center stage. So I need you out of the way. Um, and so that was a lot more of a puzzle piece than I was even anticipating as I was going to block the scene. I would, I would come, you know, normally a couple hours early to rehearsal and start walking through it and get halfway through a scene and be like, oh no, this doesn't work. I have to and walk all the way back to retrack the person and give them a new path. You've been an actor in some of the previous shows here at the CDC. Do you have a particular preference of being an actor versus being a director? I would say being an actor is a lot more fun, but being a director is a lot more rewarding. But because being a director is so much more work, I can only handle it like once every other year. And then I need, I need to take a long break after. My bank account also needs to take a long break <laughs> after, um, after I direct. But um, when you direct... And especially in community theater, where the director tends to take on a lot more hats and be a lot more involved in other parts of the production, it's really rewarding to see your creativity and your kind of baby up on stage. Uh, when you're performing, it's just fun. It's just it's just a, a big blast, and you get to have the best time. When you're a director, it's rewarding, but it's also filled with a bit more anxiety if people are going to like it. When I'm acting, I don't care. I know I'm funny. It's going to be great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> when your director is like, are other people going to think this is funny? Did I do a good job? <laughs> yes, you do a good job. <laughs> Always. Dana, Cranford Dramatic Club is a relatively small venue compared with, say, a Broadway stage or something like that. Do you have to worry about sound or are there separate people that have to worry about the technical aspects? Is there amplification that the actors have while they're speaking their lines? So there's a lot of different technical aspects of what goes into production, whether it's in a big theater, or a small theater. Um, we have to deal with all of that just as the same. The lighting, the sound, staging, set construction, set designing, props. Um, as I mentioned before, Ed Whitman did a great job building our set with the help of other people. Um, he also jumps in on lights when needed. Um, we have people doing sound for the show. There's a couple of sound cues. So there's always something to think of. The show is a bit prop heavy. So we have Edgar Hidalgo, who's been amazing at helping out 
out with obtaining props because they have to be so period specific to 1940. Um, so there's a lot of moving pieces. And another part of being a stage manager is I work really closely with the producer um, to make sure all of these different aspects are being managed. So whether it's a small theater or a big theater, I think the challenges are the same. And Shannon, let me ask you about previous performances that you've had. Tell me about some of the other roles that you've played recently. I was an elf. Yes, I played the <laughs> the Macy's manager in Elf. That was a lot of fun. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I directed that. I know. I was going to say. I was going to say that. I was in rumors that Zach directed. That was that was my first show back after the when the pandemic was happening, and that show will always hold a special place in my heart because I I usually do musical theater, and this was my first play in a very long time since college. And I just had so much fun with all of you. And I was able to do some really freaking funny things on stage that I, it made me want to do more straight plays again. And I was like, oh, I can act. Oh, yeah, I'm not just a singer. I can actually act, which was really nice to to have that feeling again on stage. So definitely Rumors is, is a very special place in my heart. As we mentioned, the name of the show is The Musical Comedy Murders of 1940. We know there's comedy. We know there are some murders. Is there any music with this, Zach? Yeah, there are actually um, two very short um, music numbers. Again, since the premise is that it's a backers audition, the actors that are called for the backers audition perform a couple of short songs. Now, because this is supposed to be a play and not a musical, that's how it's marketed and licensed, the licensing agency actually sends you different versions of the song. So they send you one that's all in unison. If you don't have strong singers, they have a two-part harmony. They have a a three-part harmony. They have a four-part harmony. They have one with a dance break, one without a dance break, um, different keys so that it can really be accessible to your actors. We chose the pro vocals. It was the hardest one because we just so happened to have some really talented singers in the cast. So if you've seen a production of the musical comedy Murders of 1940 before, and you want to hear the best version of the vocals um, ever, you can come and see our show. (laughs) And do you get to sing with a German accent? Nine. I am not one of the singers. (laughs) Well, well, I don't want to give away anything. (laughs) (laughs) And Dana, as far as the music goes, what's your responsibility when it comes to that? Um, So with music, since this is really just sung by the actors during the rehearsal process, I'm in charge of just playing all the sound clips so that they can really rehearse that. Um, A huge, huge part of that rehearsal process is setting up the piano. Uh, (laughs) So that's really all I have to do with that musical process. Um, I just get everything set up and making sure they're ready to go. Plugs in the amp. (laughs) (laughs) And when does the pianist show up for rehearsals? We actually just had, we had a a great music director, Hannah Alarmo, that worked on the last musical. uh, And they just came in for one day uh, and taught the music to our actors. They recorded their parts. And then the piano playing parts are actually provided by the licensing company. So we have kind of like a karaoke track of the music that they sing to now. But Hannah was, was amazing and really busted out the music with our actors in about an hour and a half. This show is going to be performed in February. Why don't you give me the dates and where people can get tickets? So the dates are from February 9th to February 24th. And you can get tickets at cdctheater.org. And as always, 
If you didn't have a chance to write that down, just click on the link in the show notes and that will bring you right to the uh, CDC's website. Dana, Shannon, Zach, thank you all so much for being part of our Cranford Radio podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.